This is Island Waves, and you're listening to Inside the 46th Parallel. This is Island Waves, and a good day to you. You're listening to Inside the 46th Parallel on Island Waves, and today's spotlight is on Van Gogh PEI. And our guest is Roma Dingwell, venue manager for Festival House. How is it going with you, Roma? It's going really, really well, and I'm thrilled to be chatting with you about the Van Gogh PEI exhibit. Oh, we're just delighted that you could spare time. Uh, Some of your responsibilities besides working with the team in Ottawa, which is daunting in itself, I'm sure, to transport, set up, and sadly tear down now the exhibit uh, and send it packing to where? Where is it going now? Cambridge, Ontario, and then back to Ottawa. Well, so you're also responsible for the merch, ticket sales, staffing, which, by the way, kudos, remarkable, remarkable, brilliant young staff that was very enthusiastic and very knowledgeable and helpful. Uh, You're also cheap cook and bottle washer (laughs) and customer service, the liaison with uh, the management of Delta and the PEI Convention Center, not to mention all of Charlottetown. And uh, you're the one that keeps things going seamlessly. Well, thank you for giving me that credit, Virginia, but I, I do have to say it's been a collaborative effort. I've had the privilege of working with Mark Monahan of Festival House and his stellar team out of Ottawa, and then also Jackie, who you've met. Yes, um, Jackie Norrie, isn't it? Jackie Norrie, yeah. who is absolutely incredible in, in this industry. So I have walked by her side for the last six weeks, and certainly it's been a privilege, and, and I love learning, and I have learned a lot from working with, with her. She had high marks for you, and I know that when I had spoken with her along the way, I think it was I think it was the day that the uh, exhibit opened, uh, she had mentioned that, you know, that the baton was going in your hands now and that you were, uh, that's a lot of different hats that you're wearing, Roma, here. And so kudos to you and to your team. Uh, I think it, it's just been such a privilege of having something of this magnitude here in, in our little burg. Yeah, it certainly is. And I think this all came about as a result of Wayne Long with the city of Charlottetown um, starting to discuss the possibility of of bringing an exhibit like this to Charlottetown. But I did want to give credit to to Wayne Long of the city of Charlottetown. He worked directly with Festival House to help build a business model that persuaded them to bring this exhibit to Charlottetown. And uh, see, he also worked very closely with the PEI Convention Center to lock down the venue, which is also a big selling feature for the attractiveness of this exhibit to the public. Oh, absolutely. And it gives credence to why we built a PEI Convention Center. Yes, it does. Is to have something like that here. Uh, now, going back to working with Wayne Long, how long was that in the planning and in the making before we before it even started, which was July 5th? Of this year. Yeah, goodness. I can't give you a time frame on that, but I do know that Wayne has his finger on the pulse of things that are going on, not only in, in this province, but Atlantic Canada and the entire nation. That's wonderful. So, yeah, and he really saw this as, um, 
you know, a very viable tourism attraction, but also a cultural asset and activity for the locals here in Prince Edward Island. And so appropriate. And speaking of that, if I may, in general terms, I've looked at some of the stats that Jackie provided to me, and uh, I was quite impressed with the numbers and the demographics because there was quite the response here from Islanders. Uh, The local uh, uh, support and interest has been phenomenal. Not only the ones, I know there were high marks for those that were within 40 kilometers, and then there was also stats on the ones outside of 40 kilometers outside of Charlottetown. Both those numbers, if I recall, were like items one and two, and then down the list to... Uh, the the tourists, the international visitors, uh, by some by country. So uh, the response was good. The response has been great, and it's been so much fun for myself and the staff to chat with people as they come into the exhibit and to learn why they're why they wanted to see this exhibit. Some of them had uh, seen Van Gogh exhibits before in other cities. Some had missed the exhibit in Halifax and planned. Uh, a vacation that they could come to Prince Edward Island and see it this summer. There were people that used this as an opportunity to celebrate birthdays and anniversaries. And I was really surprised, pleasantly surprised, at how many people brought their children. And and just to see the, the youth really be completely immersed in this exhibit was, was um, awesome to witness. It is awesome to witness when youth can be involved and moved by something. You know, we as adults, um, you like it, you don't like it. You know, art is very personal. It's uh, very subjective. But you can't argue with Van Gogh. And to see young people so enthusiastic about attending is amazing. Quite frankly, I don't remember being dragged, well, maybe so, to art museums, but probably rolling our eyes or do we have to. And today's youth, uh, they're, they're chomping at the bit to, to experience something like this. And, and it's nice that it is open. A lot of exhibits preclude certain age groups. And um, who better to hand this off to? And it was so informative. And quite frankly, I didn't know what to expect. I've been aware of it. Actually, correct me if I'm wrong, did the, did the exhibit first launch in Toronto or in Ottawa? I don't know the actual response to that question, so I, I can't answer that with any great authority. Okay, well, fair enough, because I think, and, and I don't have the authority on it, but I believe that it may have started in Toronto, but I'm aware of when it was in Ottawa, because my own daughter who lives there and her family went, and I enjoyed it vicariously by looking at their videos and their photos and thinking, God, I wish I was there. And little did I ever believe or suspect or dream that it would be coming to Charlottetown because that was probably maybe in, I know it was during the pandemic, so maybe the latter part of 2020 or the beginning of 2021. I'm not quite sure on that, but I know it was during the pandemic or just as we were emerging from all the lockdown. And, you know, speaking about the pandemic, I think one of the uh, attractions of a show like this as well, Virginia, is that the entry, as you know, is timed for people. We, we time it so that the, the room is not overcrowded and that people can actually, you know, enjoy, enjoy the exhibit, but have some space to either be seated and have some privacy or to walk around as well. So that's, that's been, um, it's been a very comfortable environment for people to, to be in. Absolutely. And it's like one of our takeaways, you know, I'm a firm believer that of 
things that happen to you, they can't be 100% bad. We've got to have some good come out of it. I think some of the good that came out of it is just what you mentioned. We might not have had that protocol in place had we not experienced what we did between 2020 and 2020, well, now. Um, but because of that, the good of it is is that, yes, you can get in there and enjoy that that little bit of private time, that that little bit of self-absorption into it. And, um, you know, I didn't know what to expect when I went through the first part of it and just couldn't get enough taking pictures and, and reading up about things. And I thought I knew I thought I knew everything there was to know about Van Gogh as an artist. But there were so many things I didn't know. Um, the yes. degree of his mental illness, um, his eventual demise at such an early age. But the fact that he put out over 2,000 pieces of, of art during that short span. Yeah, it's um, incredible. Yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, it is incredible. It's just unfortunate that he didn't stay, stick around long enough to, to enjoy some of the fruits of his labor, so to speak. Um, but um, it, it's just been so wonderful having this here. Um, so getting back to you, Roma, how do you manage to do it all and to do it so well? What's been your background? My background has primarily been in uh, customer service, of course, and events. And I, um, I love interacting with people. I love um, being engaged with organizations where I am online or on board with their mission, their vision, and their values. And I've had the privilege to do that many times in my life, whether it was working with the Mental Health Foundation of Nova Scotia. I do love working with artists. I've uh, managed the Chester Playhouse for a number of years. I've sat on a number of boards, which have always been most, most interesting to, to see them flourish, whether it was Hope Bloom, the social enterprise in Halifax, and as well as Devour the Food Film Festival, which is now the largest food film festival in the world. And um, the ECMAs most recently. Oh, I, yes. I love, yeah, I just love supporting the arts. Um, mental health also. I can't negate the fact that that has been a passion of mine for years to support those that don't perhaps wake up with the happy gene as I'm blessed to do most days. And, um, you know, part of the reason why I accepted the Van Gogh Project was for that reason. You know, it does certainly shed some light onto the darkness of, of mental health and how it can affect people and how it's always affected people. And uh, Virginia, I just think we're really blessed right now in this day and age to recognize that uh, none of us are exempt from mental health challenges. And hopefully as a community and as a society now that we are lending the support to people uh, as it's required. And in a positive way, and not that it's um, a deep, dark secret, not that it's, uh, you know, denied or unspoken or tossed under the, the carpet. It, it's it's being openly discussed, and I think it's been openly recognized that everyone has some degree of suffering that they're going through on any given day. Um, Absolutely. Some of us are blessed to have that happy gene. But even those of us that are blessed to have our happy gene, there are days that it's just too much. You know, coming through this last two and a half years has been stressful for most people. You know, again, if we can count our blessings, there's some positive that comes from it. So I think yes. we've been very blessed to have you uh, as head of this project here or, or, you know, in your role that you have 
worked so hard for to to make this happen here in Charlottetown. Well, thank you. What thank is you. in the future for you, Roma? Uh, you know, are you going to bring oh, in more? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> First of all, I have to ask you, you're a Dingwell. Are you an island girl? I am an island girl, yes. Okay. Both of my parents are from the island, right. yes. Right. That's a very familiar yes. name. I think I have some neighbors down the next road that's um, that are Dingwells. Uh, there's Dingwell Mills, of okay. course. You know, So, yes, I'm familiar yes. with the name, but you mentioned you know, working in Halifax, and, and I'm sure your, your, your professions have taken you right across the country. Uh, but I just wanted to find out if your core was here at, on PEI. Yeah, I am deeply uh, rooted in Prince Edward Island and, and hope to always you know, remain that way. Um, it certainly is uh, an area that feeds my soul. There's no two ways about it. It's it's the so no matter. I'm next? sorry. I was going to say no matter where we travel, it's always once we're once once that plane dips over the island and you get that big smile of the of our island. It, it, people say it looks like a crab, or I always see a big smile when I'm coming home. Of course, I may be delirious from a 12-hour flight. <laughs> However, it's always so nice, no matter what time you're landing, to to be back home on on our soil. Yeah, it is. It's such a treat to fly over the island as well. And, and depending on the season, of course, you know, particularly in the spring, it just looks like a, a patchwork of a beautiful, stunning quilt. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think my second yeah. favorite time is uh, when the canola fields are all in bloom. And you see those yes. beautiful yellow fields, you know, interspersed yes. with the greens and the potatoes and, and the reds coming yeah. up in fall. Gosh, you know, it's like... Exactly. And I think that's right about now, is it not? It's coming up. And quite frankly, sometimes <laughs> I get a little proprietorial and I don't want to share that with people. Uh, we love our tourists, but we're kind of glad when it comes. Well, now we don't even know. They're extending. We used to have what they call shoulder season, but I think now we're talking about maybe uh, Christmas in November or some some campaign that will be going on, perhaps. To yeah. People. Well, and here in Charlottetown, we've got the, the Canada Games to look forward to next oh, year yes. as well, the Winter Games. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to be involved with that, too. So, again, let's go back. What's in the future for Roma? Well, I'm just planting the seeds right now for the change of seasons for myself. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's a little premature to say exactly what's up next. But, um, you know, I guess I will be building upon uh, some of the experiences that I've had and, and certainly following up with people that I've had the good fortune of working with to see if there might be other opportunities and possibilities to collaborate down the road. Oh, won't that be wonderful? Well, do you think you'll be working? The promoter that is really the main, correct me if I'm wrong, but that is, I understood, the main driving force is the gentleman, I can't remember his name, um, but he was... Mark Monaghan? Yeah, from Blues Fest yes. Ottawa, correct? Yeah, he yeah. does the Blues Fest in, in Ottawa, um, but the name of the company is actually Festival House. Festival and, House, okay. And uh, Mark's been doing events for a number of years. He has a stellar reputation within the industry, and uh, you know we're thrilled that he kind of has his eyes on Atlantic Canada now to, to, to come come this way. I can't speak for what he is uh, exploring, but uh, I do know that he has been absolutely thrilled with uh, the projects that he's done here and certainly in Halifax with the Van Gogh project there and then here in Charlottetown. Because the response has been so good and overwhelming. The yeah, the response has been great. And, you know, he's really tapped into a model that, um, that works, you know. And, and when I say that it works, it's really such a gift to bring it uh, 
something of this caliber to a city like Charlottetown and or Halifax, of course, absolutely. you know, for five or six weeks. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, Virginia, it also provided a great staffing opportunity for those that chose to be engaged with us. And with this particular project, we hired 10 uh, stellar individuals. And I, I have to say their work ethic and their desire to serve the public um, has been most admirable. They've been very easy to work with. And, but you know what, it's, it's interesting to see the face of Charlottetown change over the years. I have a staff member from India, one from Mexico, three from Nigeria, one from Egypt, one from Taiwan, and I, of course, am from Dingwell Mills. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go. So what a potpourri, what a patch quilt of uh, ethnicities and cultures. And I have met some of the staff. Uh, they were just so, they left such a good impression. It wasn't like, yeah. you thought, oh, there's this age, and so therefore you have a preconceived notion of what to expect. No, they just took on... Um, the role of, of just being uh, very nurturing and very professional, and, and they were just wonderful to deal with. Uh, I think you did a good job in, in making your selection, and yeah, I think uh, everyone was pretty fortunate to to have a team such as that in place. Uh, often we don't get that, and with everybody screaming and yelling about you know, staff shortages, um, you had a very enthusiastic group that I'm sure you did not have any issues with as far as not showing up for work, for example. Yeah. No, they were 100% accountable. And uh, I made sure that they had, you know, good water to drink and (laughs) and some fresh fruit and nibbles to things to nibble on periodically. So it worked out really well. And that is the key to everything. Keep them well nurtured and well nutritionized and, and, and Full of good energy, and that's always a good thing. And and a lot of people don't think about that, but I think it's it shows a good caring uh, person that's in charge to consider somebody else somebody else's shoes, yeah, so absolutely. to speak. You know, yeah. yeah too no, often that doesn't happen. Yeah, and I just think right now with uh, you know the work shortage too, it's just really important to get to know your staff a little bit more, a little bit better than perhaps we might have in the past. You know, some of them are are going back to school. Um, They're from different countries. They're being sponsored. They're paying for their education or they're raising a young family. Everybody's everybody's, um, situation is different. And we just found by opening and sharing a little bit about ourselves, you know, we found out that perhaps two people always took a taxi into work or a bus. And there's no buses on Sundays, for example. So they would be, you know, uh, having the, the taxi fee. So once we kind of realized that, then we all pitch in to, to drive each other to work, and it's worked out really well. See, that that's wonderful, because if you value your staff and you show them that they're valued, they will be valuable to you in terms of yes. productivity and participation. You know, you don't want somebody that's yawning and just rolling their eyes and looking at their watch. Uh, you know, it's... Uh, it's an experience. And so I think the team effort was definitely there. And it was definitely a treat to see such professionalism. Now I'm going to have to cut this. Yes, enthusiasm. Thank you, Roma. I think we're getting on the late hour of the day for me. We um, are. This is, this is a, an interesting time of day to be doing an interview as we're Probably both a little fatigued. Well, you know, I'm more of, even when I was in radio, uh, broadcast radio, I always say I'm more of a rebel rouser at 5 a.m. than I am at 5 p.m. But uh, (laughs) that being said, um, this has been really wonderful. And I know from 
my experience in going, um, I couldn't get enough. I could probably go every day and still experience something different because once you're inside that 360 room, and you just absorb yourself with the the great music uh, that's in the background and then the images and then yeah. all of it, it just gets so much inside of you. You feel like you feel like, you know, Van Gogh and you wish that you maybe had had the opportunity to, um, you know, I don't know, for me, sit down and have a chat with him. Uh, so it was it was definitely a very moving experience and one that sadly is winding down in our fair city. This is the last showing is uh, or the last admission is this Monday, correct? It, it is Labor yes, Day. Labor Day Monday. And then yes. and then begins the sad part of tearing down, breaking breaking it down, packing it up, and moving it forward. But there's some good yeah. in that too. There certainly is, you know, it's just the opportunity for a show like this to be taken elsewhere and other people get to embrace it. And who knows what Mark Monaghan and people like Wayne Long have up their sleeve to come our way. Well, that's a, that's a good cl a cliffhanger because my final question would have been, <laughs> can we hope for more exhibits? So fingers crossed. Do you know what? I think we can just based on the success of this one. And, uh, that's really all I can say. It's entirely up to people like Mark and Wayne. and uh, But the appetite is here. We've seen that. The numbers have been terrific. We're absolutely thrilled with the turnout that we've received here in Charlottetown. And that's remarkable. And high marks from all the way around. And I, I'm guessing the city of Charlottetown is going to be pretty pleased with what's been accomplished. So there should be some loud applause coming out of maybe City Hall. Yeah, I think City Hall was thrilled. Discover Charlottetown has been a huge partner. You know, the special events department pitched in to make this work. And then Innovation PEI as well, you know, was really pleased to have uh, this exhibit here in Charlottetown. So, as I said, it's been a collaborative effort, uh, without a doubt. Um, and it's just been my privilege to be part of that team. And we have been very fortunate and blessed. So it's Van Gogh PEI, now through Monday. Uh, doors open at 10 a.m. Uh, you have to get your tickets online, Roma, or at the door? You do have to get your tickets online. Tickets online, but you can get them, you know, while you're, you can book your tickets while you're at the door. Great. Um, but you do book them online. So get out if you haven't seen it. And if you have, well, it's going to be in your wake come Monday or Monday night uh, when the doors close at, uh, well, the last admission is at 7 p.m. Doors open at 10 a.m., Last That's minutes right. is uh, 7 p.m., but I recommend leaving 90 minutes so that you can really, really enjoy the, the walkthrough part in the beginning and really absorb all the information that's there. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I'm a, yeah, I'm thrilled that you said that, uh, Virginia, because, you know, you don't want to shortchange yourself. You do want to absorb what's written on those panels and feel it and just let the music kind of penetrate your, your being as well. And then when you go into the exhibit itself, you know, it's, it rotates, and it's about a 30-minute rotation, but I just encourage people to take their time, settle in, and stay for at least 45 minutes. And, oh, absolutely. And embrace that aspect of the exhibit. Oh, absolutely. It's uh, it, The colors are are amazing. Uh, the the Just the, the depth and breadth and the fact that it, you know, every place you look, you see it, you can absorb it, you see different angles, you see different perspectives, the colors on the floor. It's just, uh, 
it's an amazing exhibit, and I can't speak highly enough of, of, of praise for, for what I was able to absorb and, and appreciate. And I just hope so many, more, so many more people that haven't seen it get out there and do it because this is a once in a lifetime. Uh, sorry, maybe it'll come back, but to me, you never know. So once in a lifetime opportunity to get out and experience something like you have never, ever seen before. Oh, thank you for your support. We're and very grateful. Thank you to you, Roma, and to Jackie, and to all the wonderful team people that have been involved with this exhibit. Uh, major kudos, and I hope there's a party. I know I won't be attending, but I hope you all have yourself some sort of real pat on the back, well-deserved accolade party, or maybe just put your feet up or send everybody to the Delta to get a massage. I don't know. Uh, but something, <laughs> some treat, because... The collaborative effort and the work that went into this, I can only imagine. And then it, that tires me right there. So having to do it. And then, again, the daunting efforts that you're going to have. Actually, the show will be breaking down on Tuesday, I, w I would guess, right? Yeah, we actually start to break it down Monday night after the last guest leaves. And uh, the major teardown is, is on Tuesday. And then they pack it up and they it hits the road. Thank you. It's the, <laughs> it's the rubber to the road. Uh, thank you, Roma. It has been my pleasure to have you join us today on Inside the 46th Parallel and for all of your hard work and effort in making this and bringing this here to us in Charlottetown. And uh, we look forward to the next opportunity, next exhibit, or maybe if you want to just let us know, Roma, what you're up to. Um, it's always fascinating to know what a local islander is up to and especially in the arts and culture sector so you've always got my interest oh thanks virginia we'll be in touch thank you so in conclusion i just really want to make sure that i've given uh, recognition to the collaborative team that i've had the privilege to work with and that would be mark monahan out of ottawa for his investment in this project and his vision and 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 then also to wayne long of the city of charlottetown for making this happen his team there has been so so supportive innovation pei is it has been on board the staff of the delta um have been incredible and um of course jackie nori who I've had the privilege to work with for the last month, has taught me so, so much. And she's been very patient, she's been very kind, and it's always lovely to collaborate with somebody in the industry where you do collaborate with each other to make it all work. So from my perspective, kudos. I am very grateful to have been blessed to have this opportunity. And likewise, so have we as the recipients of all the fruits of those very laborious, hard nights and days of uh, putting this all together and bringing this to us here in Charlottetown. And I concur with Jackie, uh, your perception about Jackie. I found her very delightful and very generous in her knowledge. And that's almost rare in this industry. If you're truly in arts and culture, you don't mind sharing. But if you get to that other side where it's just a career or just a paycheck you get to be a little proprietorial with your knowledge and jackie does not come across as that she comes across as very generous in sharing what she knows and uh working with you collaboratively so um we've all been very lucky and very blessed to have this exhibit and to have you all on board and and again i will say kudos to you to jackie to mark to Wayne and to the entire staff that has um, been involved with uh, Van Gogh PEI. And uh, I look forward to, uh, to the news about the next upcoming exhibit.
Super. Thanks, Virginia. You've been listening to Inside the 46 Parallel here on Island Waves with today's special guest, Roma Dingwell of the Van Gogh PEI exhibit. Join us again on Inside the 46 Parallel here on Island Waves, the voice of Prince Edward Island.